welcome to the Book Host Squad podcast, a podcast where three book hosts talk about books. I'm Shruti. I'm Sarah. And I'm Grace. So today's episode, um, we are going to talk about different book formats, so audiobooks, ebooks, paperback, hardback, all those fun things. Um, and then we're going to answer some curious cat questions. We're going to finish up with Sarah announcing our group read for March, which I'm very excited about. Um, but first, we're going to talk about what we have been currently reading since the last time we recorded. Um, who wants to start? I can start. I have read a lot this month. I was just saying it's the end of February, and I've read nine books so far this month, which is crazy. Even when I was in high school and I was reading all the time, I did not read nine books a month. Um, but this month I've been listening to audiobooks like all the time. So it's helped me get through a ton. And I've been making myself sit down and like dedicate actual time to reading my physical books too. So I feel really good about it. Um, the one that I just finished last night actually is You Are Not Alone by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. They're an author duo and they write thrillers together. I might have mentioned, um, The Wife Between Us and An Anonymous Girl on the pod in an earlier episode of the podcast because I read them at the end of last year, I believe. And they were really great. Um, the two of them write great thrillers. This one, You Are Not Alone, was probably my least favorite of the three. Uh, but I still really enjoyed it. I gave it three stars. Um, it comes out in March. I, a book of the month offered it early. And I just realized today when I was writing it on Goodreads that it doesn't come out till March. But it's out in March. So definitely pick it up if you're looking for a cool thriller or if you've read their other two books. Because it's, uh, it's definitely worth the read. Grace, what have you been reading? Well, Sarah, I, <laughs> I, I haven't read anything this week because my life is falling apart. Oh, but no. last week, but last week I finished *The Secret History* Ooh. by Donna Tart. Tell us about that. I'm curious I about this one. I will tell you about it. So <laughs> it's really slow at first. Nothing really happens for a little while, but you can tell that something's going to because the book starts with. I don't. I can't remember specifically, but it's one of those books where it starts where everything is being told in the past tense, like all the stuff has already happened. And so the first like line of the book is so and so died on this date, and we killed them on this date, or something like that. And I was like, oh shit, okay, so this is gonna be good. And it was so well written and so wild, and it was one of those books where you know how like in The Great Gatsby. The main character is no. Who's the main character of The Great Gatsby again? Nick Gatsby. Isn't no, it like not Nick, Gatsby. Nick Carraway. Nick, nah, yeah, Nick Carraway. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick is the narrator and the main character, but like it's about he's not someone else, right? Okay. So it's like that, and that the narrator and the main character could have not been in it, and everything would have happened more or less the same. Like he had nothing to do with the plot. He was like the lens in which you listen or you you experience the book. Like it was someone else's fan fiction and this person wrote a self-insert into it. That's what it felt like. And it was really cool. And I'm going to think about thinking about the book for the rest of my life. That's <laughs> really, that's a it's a big endorsement. Yeah. I've had that one. My friend got it for me like literally four years ago and it's been sitting on my shelf and I'm staring at it right now so maybe I'll pick it up soon and we can just talk about it yeah yep okay 
So since the last time we've recorded, I've only read a couple books. I feel like I haven't been reading as much, but then I counted how many I've read in February, and it's also nine books. So nine. Oh, my God. Know. I'm on Shruti's oh my level God. for once. Holy <laughs> shit. Said, Shruti said, I haven't read that many <laughs> I books know. this year. And, and here, I, here I am freaking out over having read nine books, and Shruti's like, oh, I've only read nine. <laughs> To be fair, I read – so it took me a week to read That Secret Crush by Megan Quinn. Um, mm-hmm. And I really love Megan Quinn books generally. <laughs> Only a week. <laughs> well, I really love Megan Quinn books, and usually I can, like, be done with them, like, within a day or two. Um, but this one took me a really long time. And I think it was because I was kind of disappointed because I was super looking – I was looking forward to it because I look forward to Megan Quinn books in general. Um, it just felt a little disappointing because you would – most – I don't know, like, most of the times when you want to read a Friends with Lovers book, you want, like, that Friends with Tension part, like, in the beginning where they're, like, friends, but you don't know what their feelings are and all of that. But, like, we didn't really get that as much. But I did really enjoy how this book was more about them being, getting to know each other in a relationship and, like, how they handled that and all of their issues with that. Um, One thing I want to point out, and uh, it's actually related to the second book I read, was that in this book, they really emphasized how the main, the hero was developed and how, like, the heroine made him better. And he, like, had a lot of development, but she really felt like this character that was always perfect and never really got to grow, which I really did not like as much. Hmm. Yeah. Was she the narrator? It was a dual. It was both of them. So that's why I was like, that's not nice. You should get both of them to, like, actually develop. So, but that's related because the other book I read um, was Tweet Cute by Emma Lord. Ooh. Um, and I, yeah, and I think, so it's a young adult novel, and I think it's, like, pretty popular right now. It's, like, making yeah, around. Yeah, I've seen I've a lot of, of people reading that this week. So I, like, heard good things about it, and the premise just kind of is about, basically, it's basically You Got Mail, but with teenagers and tweeting. And I was like, this is perfect for me. This is what I want. Um, so I, like, went ahead and read it. And it was really cute. It was really, I really enjoyed it. And even though it was young adult, and even though it was contemporary young adult, so I couldn't like pretend they weren't in high school because it was literally about them being in high school. It felt very relatable and very genuine and fresh. And I also loved that both characters had like a lot of good like character development and learning about themselves and all those great things that you look forward to in young adult novels. Um, and shout out to Pooja because I have to shout out the the Indian characters and in books. Um, because there was this whole storyline about how her and the main character, like, were at odds, and they were, like, always trying to one-up each other, and they end up being best friends. And it was very Legally Blonde, and I loved it. That sounds awesome. Yes. So we were going to talk today about, like, how we read our books, all these different kind of book formats, so, like, e-books and audiobooks or paper books and how we read it. Um, And I've, in the past, talked about how I generally read everything as an e-book, because it's just much easier for me because I get to put it on my phone and I can carry it around with me so I can like read in like between minute like between tasks or whatever I'm doing or um, in study hall when I'm watching my children I can actually read an ebook because when they're reading but and I told Sarah and Grace a couple days ago that I had a surprise for them but I think they figured it out <laughs> um, so this tweet cute book I actually listened to it on audiobook. Oh, I actually, I, wow. I did figure it out today. Okay, (laughs) so she texted us, like, I figured it out, like, an hour while we were recording. But she texted us, like, earlier in the week and was like, I have a surprise, and gave no context. And my (laughs) mind has been, like, reeling. I was like, is she getting married? Oh, my God, no. (laughs) No, I just read this, I just listened to the audiobook. Yeah, tell us about your audiobook experience. 
because this is this was was this your first audiobook yes so this is my first ever audiobook so like first you have to get through the process okay like so i was like ever 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 so like i was like okay well first of all how do i get an audiobook because ebooks are easy for me to get but like audiobooks i was like i don't know so i was like okay let me just do audible so I got a trial uh, trial for Audible, which I need to now go cancel because I don't well, – yeah. well, we'll talk about this. But spoiler alert, I don't really think I'm going to be listening to many audiobooks. So I need to go cancel my subscri- subscription because also I don't want to pay money. Um, Good reason. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so then I downloaded the yeah. – yeah, That is true. Well, I, no, do, I had an no, no, Audible no, no. trial for a while and I used the library, but I need to cancel my Audible so, trial because I'm poor. Well, the other thing was I was going to first go – I actually went first and looked through my library. Um, but the problem with the library is that they don't have very many – they didn't have very this book in particular um, available as an audiobook or an ebook for that matter, actually. So I couldn't do it that way. Um, plus, I was mm-hmm. just looking at their selection. And they do have a fairly good selection, but just not the books that – like, like very new books. It's mostly old one, older ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't do it from the library. But I did do it. I downloaded it on my phone. So I've been listening it through my phone. And basically, I would basically instead of listening to my podcast that I normally would, I was listening to my the audiobook. So like while I was cooking dinner or driving or whatever. So it kind of basically took the replacement of my podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found so like the problems I had with it though was I like if I tuned out for a second, I would get lost, which makes sense because if you're not because it's so much narration that if you're not paying attention to it, you like lose the plot point. Um, whereas with podcasts and stuff, I feel like you can do that because they're just like having a discussion. So it's, you can quickly pick up like what you're, they're talking about. Right. But with an audiobook, I was, I kind of, if I had to like, at first I had to go back. I got better at it. I think as I got used to it. Also I had, I was on 1.5 speed the entire time. Um, I think I did do two point speed at, for some of the chapters, but one of the narrators spoke faster than the other. So it was weird. So, um, cause it was a dual narration one. Um, for this perspective so um what else I really enjoyed how they made you know like the dialogue was very had a different cadence than the narration um Mm -hmm. so I thought that was really cool and then of course if like different people were talking they changed their voices and it was really interesting so this one had both a male and female narrator um so it was really funny that the like both of the narrators would change their voices when they were talking as like the other person and it was just really funny because you could quickly tell Oh, this is Jack speaking. Oh, this is Pe- Pepper speaking. Oh, this is Jack, but with Pepper's narrator. So that was really funny. Um, yeah, the real deal did that as well. It had the dual narrators, and they just had yeah. them in their voice. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, so I think that's probably like a common thing with the romance ones. Oh, by the way, so this was Dan Bittner and Emily Schaefer were the narrators for this one. So I don't know if you two know those people, but that's uh, who narrated that I don't personally. No, I don't. Not off the top of my head, but. Maybe I've Emily Schaefer sounds like a familiar name. I was just gonna say that. Why? I don't know. Yeah, I did, but I, so I thought they were really good. That, that I, I enjoyed their narration. I wasn't annoyed or anything like that. As of um, as I've heard, other narrators can be mm-hmm. annoying. So, um, my my biggest issue was so I normally read while falling asleep. So, but when you're doing that, if you like fall asleep while reading, you like lock the phone and put it down and you fall asleep. And then the next morning you can figure out, okay, I didn't remember reading this. So I can just quickly go back. But with an audiobook, if you fall asleep, I like forget to pause and then oh. it's gone like, it's gone like 30 minutes and I'm like, crap, I missed 30 minutes of this book. So that was a little annoying. But honestly, the biggest thing was, yes, I got to listen in the car, which is great because obviously you can't read in the car. 
but it just took way longer. So I started listening to this and it's been like, what, three, four days took me to listen to this, whereas I would have read it in like a day normally. So it definitely took much more time to listen through an audiobook than to hmm. read it for me. Yeah, for you, that makes a lot of sense um, because you read so fast as it is. Um, I listen to them usually. I don't listen to anything under two times speed right now. Um, the mm-hmm. Libby app doesn't let you go above two times speed. But I was going to say, yeah, at that time you were like, I only listen to two times speed. I started playing around with Libby and I was like, oh my God, that's the highest it yeah, goes. Yeah, that's the highest it goes. But Hoopla goes up to like, 3.5 speed so when I listen on Hoopla I can list I usually go like 2.5 3 3 speed depending on what the book yeah, is I don't and think... how the narrator is um but yeah, yeah it's definitely something you have to get used to like I did not start off listening on two times speed um I had to work my way up what you were saying about uh the narrators in general and stuff I think a narrator can definitely make or break an audiobook like if a narrator is bad then it'll kind of ruin my whole experience reading the book so yeah, it, it, it's definitely important in that aspect. And it varies what speed I can listen to it on because some right. of them have British accents. And then when they have British accents, I can only listen to it on two times speed. And that's like annoying, but it's fine. <laughs> Apparently Audible goes to 3.5 speed. Oh, but okay. I was even, I was even looking – some of the times I was at 1.75 speeds as well. Um, but I was having issue because I think the male narrator talked a little bit faster. Okay. So then I had to keep like switching and it was getting annoying. So I just left it at 1.5. Right. So again, that was another reason, but like I, I, in general, I can read faster than I can, uh, listen. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But, but yeah, no, it was a good experience. It was very interesting. And I figured since we were going to talk about it today, I would try it. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm so glad you tried it. Um, Me too. Even if you don't do it again, it's cool that you now you know what audiobooks right. are like. <laughs> A little side note: Emily Schaefer mm-hmm. uh, narrates the Vampire Academy and the Bloodlines. No books. way! Oh she my does. god! I've never listened to those audiobooks. Those who for those who don't I know, Vampire Academy and Bloodlines were my favorite books in high school, and I still love them. So maybe I'll maybe I'll give them a reread. I'll listen to them on audiobook. Get a get a little throwback. Um, now they know Emily the narrator's Schaefer. good. Yeah, a little Emily Schaefer. <laughs> but yeah, I listen to audiobooks all the time. I probably get through one to two per week or sometimes more depending on what my work, what my workload is and type of work I'm doing at work. Um, but I've never used Audible actually because it, I don't know, to me like 15, I have thought about doing a free trial and I probably will in the future for like books that aren't available on any of the services that I use. Um, but for me, paying $15 a month for one audiobook just isn't worth it because I listen to way more than one per month. So I would need like more than that. Um, yeah. So I use the library all the time. And also a life hack if you use the library, check and see if your state lets you get a library card in different counties because my state. Pennsylvania, you can get a library card in every single county as long as you show the library card for your home county and your driver's license with your address. So, like, if you so get... You... Go ahead. So you don't have to pay? Um, <laughs> no, if you have your library card. When I went to another... I went to and got a third one last week, and I forgot my home library card, so I had to pay, like, $5, but I was like, what? $5? Is that... Wow. Cheap or expensive? Yeah, so I work in... I, as we know, I work at a library. Yes. And if someone from the other county comes and wants a library card with us, 
like they live in another county, they have to pay a 35 yearly fee. Oh, man. Which isn't as bad as the other county. Like, I live uh-huh. in the county that I work in. If I went to the next door county and wanted to get a library card, I'm pretty sure theirs is like 65 a year or something oh, crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah it's is, pretty expensive. Yeah, ours is free, but I just forgot my library card. So I just sucked it up and paid the $5. I was like, whatever. I want to like, because I looked at their selection beforehand on Overdrive and they had so many books because this is the county I work in and it's a very rich county. A lot of people, mm. a lot of rich people live there. So maybe the library gets better funding or something because they had such a good selection and they let you have. I know Grace, I know what Grace is going to say to this, but they let you have up to 10 holds. My other library cards only let me have five, but this one lets me have 10, so I can have 20 books on hold. It's awesome, and every time I go to a new county in my state, I'm going to get another library card and just, like, have a monopoly on all the libraries in Pennsylvania on Libby because (laughs) I love audiobooks. But, um, so yeah, that's a life hack. And another thing I wanted to mention, an alternative to Audible is Libro FM. They are say that slower. Libro FM. If you want to, oh, it's okay. like Libro FM, I believe. Um, I'll we can post a link to them on Twitter or something because they support independent bookstores. So the same price as Audible, and they have pretty much everything that Audible has except for Audible Originals. And um, you, it's yeah, it's basically the same thing as Audible except your money goes to independent bookstores. So if you, if anyone does end up going with a subscription service for audiobooks. I recommend Libro FM because they're pretty cool. I, again, I wouldn't, I don't personally subscribe to them because one audiobook enough isn't enough for me. It doesn't seem worth it to pay $15 for it when I have the library. But if that's something you're interested in, you're like a casual audiobook listener, that's a good option too. Yeah, I, so I used to use Audible and I got like, I used it three for three months. Mm-hmm. So now I have three books, but then I suspended it. And I think when my suspension is over, I'm going to cancel it because I use Libby. But it's 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 still um it's still good. Like two of my books are Audible originals, which I can't get through Libby, and the other one is It, which is so long that I can't listen to it in two weeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> and now I own them, so I can just go back to them whenever I want to, since I got it through Audible. But yeah, Libby is probably the better choice in most cases. Yeah. Or I'm... Hoopla. Yeah. Oh, Hoopla is good too. Um, oh, the other one I use is Scribd, which is S-C-R-I-B-D. That one's $9 a month, and they say it's, like, unlimited audiobooks, but I usually end up – it's, like, unlimited with an asterisk. They'll, like, cut you off from ones from certain publishers once you listen to a couple. I usually get around three a month from them. But still, I mean, like, they have a lot of new releases, and eight ninety nine a month for three audiobooks is better than 15 for one. So, I mean, if you're yeah. looking for a cheaper option, there's that, too. Wait, okay, so random question, because yes. now I'm curious. Yes. So on Hoopla, how many things can you check out per month? Ten. With... Oh, no, that's so much more. Really? only four. Oh, man, yeah. My home, I haven't put in either of my new ones yet, but my home county library, you can check out ten. I haven't looked at the others yet, but, I, yeah, it's, everyone else has told me that they can only do, like, four or five on Hoopla. But, yeah, wait, you get ten. Wait, 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 guys. What? So I'm sitting here trying to cancel Audible, right? So cause otherwise I'm going to forget. Yeah. And they just said that the next – so if you want to get Audible for three months, you can get it for seven fifty. just as a heads up. Just oh, get the free trial yeah. and then tell them you're going to cancel and you'll get it for eight bucks. I have heard anyway. that hack, actually. Yeah. Anyway, uh, another life hack. <laughs> yeah. Well, Grace, after, like your, well, after your suspension's over, you can go in, pretend like you're going to cancel it, 
and then we'll give you that good oh, deal. There you go. Yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe they mm-hmm. will. Yeah, more life hacks. Listen to us for for all the audiobook <laughs> hacks. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Shruti, you said you normally read on ebook format, right? On Correct. your on your phone, you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or on a laptop, but yeah. Or your laptop. Okay. So one of my issues with ebooks, I love ebooks. I have a Kindle and everything, and I do read them on my phone every once in a while. But I can't read them on my phone before bed because, like, the light affects my eyes. Do you have, oh, like... See? Yes. Yeah. So on my laptop, I have Flux, which is an app that basically makes it more, like, an orange tint to the thing. Uh, and on my uh, iPhone, I have the... There's an option to do like a night oh, mode, the night basically. Shift. Yeah, yeah, and I have that set up as well. So then you have the night mode. Plus, when I I use um, I actually use iBooks, so the Apple app for books. Right. Um, and you can change the color. So I just read in black and white. Um, I find that that's much more helpful than reading white black. So that so like it's not as uh, harmful on my eyes. I also find I'm reading a lot while like watching sports in the background, which is another reason why I think audiobooks took me forever. Um, because whenever I watch sports, I'm just reading. And I think that's super nice because I can be reading on my phone, but then like watching on my computer or, or laptop. But yeah, no, even at night, I haven't had any issues with it because I have night mode on or I have a dark background. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah, because I was going to ask you how you work around that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's smart to use the night shift in the, the black and white setting on, um, on iBooks. So I have a ton of unread eBooks on my Kindle because back in the day, the New York Times had a, an eBook list for an eBook bestseller list. So publishers were always trying to game the system and would like put eBooks on sale for two ninety nine, so that they would hit the list and they could call them New York Times bestsellers. And a lot, I fell for that so many times, which they were good deals because I got a lot of eBooks for like one ninety nine, ninety nine cents and stuff. But mm. now they're, like, books that I wouldn't have bought otherwise, and they're mm. just kind of sitting on my Kindle, like, yeah, I'll read them eventually, but I'm, I wasn't, like, super excited about them, and I just bought them because they were a dollar, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll want to read it someday. Well, it's it's someday now, and I, I still haven't <laughs> read them, so, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely trying to read more ebooks, so that way I'll get through all of those ones that I, I uh, purchased back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, I have a similar problem, but do y'all, are y'all subscribed to BookBub? Yes. Oh my God, that was the other one. I get their emails. Yes. And I, and I, every time I, I'll scroll through and I'll be like, oh, a book. I like to read. And then I'll buy it for $1.99 and then I have never read a single book that I got through BookBub. Oh yeah, same. I will one day. That was my, yeah. Not yet. Yeah, that was my other problem. I would get the BookBub emails and buy them through there and like, now I don't even buy books through Amazon anymore. So my Kindle yeah. I mostly use for um, uh, library books because if you check out eBooks on Libby, you can read them on the Kindle. So I use it mostly as like a, a medium to read them on. But yeah, back when I bought eBooks from Amazon, oh boy! <laughs> I, what uh, apps do you guys use to read actually your books? So you use Kindle? Yeah, I use the Kindle app. I use iBooks sometimes. Um, I use. I mean, those are the only ones I use for ebooks. For audiobooks, I use Libby, Hoopla, and Scribd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have iBooks, and then I have like a Fire tablet. I haven't had it for that long, mm-hmm. but I read on that sometimes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mainly use iBooks, um, and then I have a kit. I have Kindle, the Kindle app for, and if I had bought any Amazon ones, which sometimes I do, and then actually. On my laptop, I have an Adobe Reader, but I mainly use that to, like, store. It's, like, my – it's basically, like, the the books that I decide, okay, I actually really like you, so I'm going to keep you, and the rest I delete, so. 
I used Adobe Reader before because yeah. um, I got an advanced uh, e-copy from a publisher one time. And it was like this weird encrypted file that you had to open oh. on, on Adobe. What was it called? Adobe Reader or something. Yeah, it's not like Adobe, like the normal PDF reader. But yeah, it's yeah, like it's like a thing. special one. Yeah, I had to do that, too. That's interesting. So I, I'm going to go into a, a hot take of mine, which is Ooh. that I prefer paperbacks to hardcovers for several hmm. reasons. Uh, one, they're really easy to hold. Like one of the reasons that I don't. I, I like I use it as an excuse to not read when I'm just like laying on the couch just so I don't feel like holding a book when it's a hardcover when it's a paperback it's so easy to hold and mm. they are easier to travel with because they're lighter and um, they do get beat up easier but I have a handy dandy book sleeve Grace actually sent one to me on Instagram <laughs> this week and she was like this seems like something you would like and I was like oh don't worry I got one <laughs> um so yeah, they fit in the book sleeve. They're nice to hold. And as long as you don't beat them up too much, they still look nice on the shelf. But like, if you, they're also nice to beat up too. Cause like a cracked spine, it just looks so satisfying. Like someone read that book and they like really read it. However, I don't feel the same way about mass market paperbacks. Those are like the tiny, I hate. yeah, I hate mass market paperbacks. Those are like the tiny versions of books. They usually make them of like really popular books or like James Patterson or sometimes like romance novels so people can just like pick them up easily um I hate them so much the text is always so small and they also have a weird smell most of the time and the paper is usually darker because like not a high quality paper because I want to make them so I can sell them cheaper so they're good because they're cheaper but I just I I don't like them and you have to hold them open first. You do. You know? yeah. Otherwise, it's like you can't read it. Yeah, and the combination of, like, the bad quality paper and, like, the weird ink makes the font sometimes bleed together. It's just – it's not it's not a good experience. I don't like mass market paperbacks. But full-size paperbacks are beautiful, and I love them. Hardcovers I – I don't hate hardcovers or anything. I have a ton of hardcovers. Um, I just prefer to read in paperback format, even though hardcovers do look nicer on my shelf, I have to say. But – I am a paperback stan all the way. People are like, I'm, when I worked at Barnes & Noble, customers were always like, I want this book, but I, it has to be in hardback. Or <laughs> alternatively, they're like, I want this book, but it has to be in paperback. Mm-hmm. And I never understood the hardback people because I was like, this is more expensive. Yeah, that's the other thing. And then <laughs> they're always like, and then they would always, no matter what, they'd be like, oh, y'all are expensive. I'll just go to Amazon instead. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, if you got the paperback. You wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah, hardbacks are more expensive. And, yeah, that's that, that pisses me off. I hate it when people are – like, I've seen signs in independent bookstores that I go to that are like, you're we're not, like, your Amazon library or something like that. I don't know. Because people will go in and just be, like, browse for books and then go and buy them on Amazon, which that's just mm-hmm. rude. Like, I understand it's cheaper, but come on now. I never understood the difference between, like, I mean, I understand the difference between a hardback and a paperback, but, like, I never understood having a preference. To me, it was a book was a book. Mm-hmm. Like, I never really felt a difference. Yeah. I, I never really had I a mean, preference, I guess. I won't not buy a book if it's in one or the other. Like, like I said, I still love hardbacks and everything, but I just prefer the reading experience of a paperback. It's just not, especially a nice floppy one, one that, one that has good flop to it. Like, my boyfriend and I always joke when we're in bookstores, like, does it, but does it have a good flop? Because it's just, it, if it lays open nicely, 
it's just nicer. But like I said, I won't, I'm not, I don't go into bookstores. Like I only want this in hardcover or I only want this in paperback. Um, my preference is pretty much exclusively audiobook. Really? Because, yeah, I mean, I used to, I'm very new to audiobooks. And by new, I mean like a year. It's been a year since I've been into them. But I don't know. I'm so busy and I don't see that good. So if I listen to an audiobook, I can be driving and listening to it. I can be cooking and listening to it. I can do chores and listen to it. And it's nice. Yeah. I do appreciate that you can multitask very easily with an audiobook. Oh my god, yeah. That makes sense. And I listen to them all day while I'm at work because my job is very boring and I would be so bored without them. So I love I I like I don't know where I would be without audiobooks right now. <laughs> and I have a long commute to work too, so they're perfect for the commute. So yeah. I totally feel you about that. And like if I don't have any checked out from the library and my scribbed ones are expired, I'm just like sitting there at work and not knowing what to do and I'll get in the car and be like man do I have to listen to music while I drive who does that (laughs) I do feel like sometimes when I listen to audiobooks though that I'm not as immersed in the book as I would be if I was reading it and I think that was the other thing I noticed was that like I feel like when I want to read I want to read like I don't want to do other things necessarily so I in that way I felt what I actually appreciated when reading a, actually reading a book versus listening to it was that I could like immerse myself in it rather than trying to multitask, which can sometimes be also very tiring. Yeah. And there are some yeah. books that I definitely, I like, I'll set aside certain books. Like, okay, I definitely want to read this in physical format just because I don't know. I get like feelings about certain books where I'm like, Oh, I, I can listen to this on audio and I'll still enjoy it just as much. But I'm like, I feel like I'll enjoy this more if I read it in physical form. And I, it kind mm-hmm. of is the immersion thing. And also just like, I don't know, it feels nice to sit down and read a book sometimes. Alternatively. Yes. You know, like when you have to do the dishes and all that yes. stuff, it makes it easier when you have a nice book to listen to. Oh, 100%. Does. Yes, I am totally with you. And I always have an audiobook that I'm in the middle of for that reason. I've been using, I, so I guess for me, it's because instead of using an audiobook, I use podcasts for that. Oh, then, yeah. I do that, yeah. too. Yeah. I think so. That was the other thing, though. When I was listening to my audiobook, I found I was getting behind in all my podcasts because I wasn't listening to my podcast. <laughs> I was listening to my audiobook. But, you know. Yeah, the podcast to audiobook to watching something on TV to reading a book ratio is so hard to achieve in life. Like, yes, you're always behind It is. Something. Yeah. There is, like, you can't you, – if you're doing one thing, you can't do all the other things. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I, I've, I can balance them pretty well because I have eight hours at work where I can just, like, listen to stuff and then another half hour in the morning and half hour in the evening commute. Plus, if I'm at home, like, doing dishes or whatever. So I balance it pretty well. <laughs> but if you have, like, a job that's not boring like mine that requires you to not listen to audiobooks, which I will hopefully have one day, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> I wish then I could I, listen to audiobooks at my job. Same. <laughs> Sadly, I would that would be frowned upon. As a, as a math teacher, yeah, you know, <laughs> might get a might get a few dirty looks. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "Miss Trudy, what's the answer to number five? And you'd be like, "Shut up! There's a good part." Shut in up! My book. They're falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's pretty much sounds like me. <laughs> All right, do we want to get into the questions on our curious cat? Yeah, let's do some questions. Yes. Okay. So, we got several of them. So, first question is, what genre would the book about your life be, or what would you want it to be? 
I will go first. My answer is not surprising. <laughs> um, mine would be like, well, I think we're all going to say it's like a contemporary slice of life. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thing because unless I'm mistaken, we're not all living in like a fantasy <laughs> place. But mine would be like probably a comedy because like wild stuff happens to me sometimes, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like it would be like the secret history because I'm not infecting anything. But everyone's like, hey, I'll be like, hey, guys, what's up? And they'll be like, well, I nearly died today. And I'll be like, oh, okay, that's just what my life is like on the regular. So that would be me. Or someone put your phone like number on Craigslist for a kinkajou. Yeah, that too. <laughs> See, things just happen to me. And that would be interesting to have in a book, I must yeah, say. Yeah, I would yeah. read your life as a book. I, oh, absolutely. I would read Thank that. you. Yeah. Mine, uh, I would also say, mine might be like a, like, literary fiction maybe because I think I'm kind of like a moody person <laughs> so I, I still have a, but I also still have a lot of like pent-up teen angst I feel like so maybe like mm. like a like a young adult book or like a no not young adult it's not like I don't know maybe like a like a literary fiction where the main character is just like introspective or something like uh maybe like written by Odessa Moshveg because she writes very like moody main characters and just <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I'm not making my life sound very exciting but I just go to work yeah. and come home I mean yeah I mean same that was what I was gonna say I was pretty much my life is not a specific genre because there's no like nothing super exciting so I'm gonna go with the what I would want my life to be like Ooh, yeah. aspect of it of course I would love to be in a romance novel that'd be fun mm. um but I feel like I would more I would love to be – I mean, I would love to be in a fantasy novel, right? You would love to be in the fantasy genre. Yeah, magic. Yeah. Yeah. No? I wouldn't want to be in a – You don't want to go to, like, Harry Potter and – oh, wait, Harry Potter's not a <laughs> Hogwarts. I want to go to where yeah, Harry Potter yeah. is at this exact moment. I mean – well, no. Okay. I would want to be in a fantasy novel where, like, the real world still exists, but they go into yes. another world. I wouldn't want to be okay. in a high oh, fantasy, yeah. like, not, like, Game of Thrones or, like, any of those, like, high fantasy ones where it's just, like, in a completely different world. But if it's, like, Narnia or Harry Potter where they go from the real world or even, like, the Raven Cycle where there's, like, magic there, but they're, like, in the real world. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like would, one that's of these. A good, that's a good one. I would really like so well, like last or last episode I talked about Wolf Gone Wild and that universe was really interesting because it's basically the real world. It's just that underground there's actually like supernatural creatures and stuff. I think yeah. that would be really cool too. To like either be the human who understands like who gets to get in the know or actually to be one of the supernatural creatures. I would love to be a witch. That would be who I would be. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. you'd make a good you witch. Would. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Next question. So then yeah. The next question is, which author would you like to have dinner with? Wait, no, no, no. that's not read do this the question. full question. Read the full because my answer pertains oh, to this full question. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was reading from. My oh, notes. okay. Well, then I can just say. Never it. mind. The full question is, <laughs> what author would you like to have dinner or go to a party with, and or drink, or drink with. with? Well, my answer pertains to the party part. Because I want to go to a goth party with Lee Bardugo, where I would throw a party where mm. everyone has to wear their best goth attire. I don't know if you guys follow Lee Bardugo on Instagram, but she's a goth queen, and she would uh, steal the show. So I want to go to a goth party with her, which is a really weird a answer, answer. But answer. it was specific. <laughs> it's a good answer. a good answer. And it popped into my mind. I didn't really have an answer to this one. Like, I couldn't come up with a 
good answer. That's okay. I I just feel like anyone who's written anything like super like weird, I feel like they would be kind of cool to hang out with. Yeah. 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 Just to like get to spend more time in that like crazy brain of theirs. Definitely. What about you, Grace? Um, so he's dead, no. but I still wrote down C.S. Lewis Aww. because I just have so Aww. much to ask him. Well, I have so much to ask Yeah. Him. Oh, my God. I want that for you. The funny thing is, in fourth grade, we were writing these reports. Like, if we could have dinner with any, like, historical figure, who would it be? And I wrote mine about C.S. Lewis. So, like, fourth grade me oh, is there right there go. with you. You're so valid. <laughs> Next question. Um, what book has been on your TBR for the longest and why? Ooh, 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 ooh. Go, oh, you can go, go first. No, 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 you can go, go first. You go first. Oh, I will go. Mine is quick. Um, Eleanor Park has been on my TBR for a while. I have not read it yet because I have heard it's kind of racist. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, yeah. I did That's hear that, too. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. Um, I'm going to give you three books that I have not read. Well, it's really oh, two and a, one and a half. But anyway, so the book that I add my to my... I haven't read the longest is Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom, mm. which goes with it. So that's because I started reading it and then gave up and then just never picked it back up because I know how it ends and I'm upset and long, whatever, whatever. And now I'm just like hyped it up in my brain that I would love it. So I just never have picked it up. So it's just sitting there. It's literally one and number one and number two in my Goodreads to read list. Um, the third one. I think one, it's number one and number two in mine too. Is it? For yeah. Years. It's been, it's December 18th, 2017th is when I added it. Oh, um, Your longest added March... one is 2017. Ah, well, I, didn't using... yeah, I think... well, I didn't start using Goodreads until 2017. So. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Makes me feel the... better. But this is number three. Number three is The, cool... the Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Noted. <laughs> well, I kind of already said mine earlier in the podcast, but it's The Secret History. I was looking at my shelf now. Ah. Yeah, to see if there's any that have been on there longer, but no, that's uh that's definitely been on there the longest. And now that I realize that, I'm definitely going to read it this year. Been on mine a long time too, and then I finally read it and I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, the only reason I haven't is just because I heard it's a lot to get through, but I'll probably just listen to it on audiobook and like half read it, half listen to it on audiobook just to Make it a little easier because I do struggle with like dense books, but we'll see. Yeah, it's narrated by Dharma Tart, who oh. wrote it, and her accent is very interesting. Like I was like driving, listening to it, and like at a stoplight, I googled where is Dharma Tart, <laughs> couldn't figure it out. Apparently, it's Mississippi. Interesting, but she has a very weird accent. It was cool though. Okay, I liked it. good to know. Next question. Okay, this is our last one. Okay. Um, it was. It is which. Oh no! Hang on, sorry. <laughs> which which fictional characters do you want to fight the most at the moment? Oh, I got you. Ready? I I'm ready. Okay. Daisy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna second that one. Noted. What about you, Grace? I'm gonna go with. Um, oh well. Okay. Hold on. I'm hold gonna... on. I'm sorry, Grace. Oh, I need to oh. clarify this. Daisy Jones, but also shoot. Billy. What's his last name? Billy. Yeah, but also Billy. Billy, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Billy, whatever his name is. He, he also needs to be in that list. He in, yeah. He's in, he's in Daisy. He in Daisy yeah, Jones? he's also in Daisy. Okay. Jones. Yes. You okay. fight Daisy, okay. I'll fight Billy. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll cheer you on on the side. I have um, Margo from To All the Boys I've Loved Before. What? Hmm, Margo. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it says at the moment, oh. no one else has made me want... Oh, you shoot, read the I third one, several though. characters 
in the secret you history. You haven't read. No, I wouldn't win a fight with any of them. Um, Mar- I haven't read the third one. I keep. I'm excited to. I borrowed it from the library. Things got crazy. I had to return it. But I will know read if you it still, when my life is Let me is know normal. if you still feel the same way about Margo when you read the third one. I will. Yeah. Oh, wait. I have another I have... one. So, okay. from Tweet Cute. Um, Pepper's mom, I wanted to fight for a while there. Except, like, the very end, she finally redeemed herself. For a while there, though, I was like, what are you doing? Um, also, Jack's dad was kind of a dick. But... In, like, the past. Isn't every yeah dad Like, in the past, kind of like, you find out in the mm. past he was basically a dick, and you're like, of course you are, because you're a man. But, anyway. He, oh. he redeems himself at the end by being a good dad. But, like... Well, that's good. Why? Yes. Also, to add to mine as well, Simon's friends from Simon vs. Homo Sapiens Agenda. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Leah got a book about her, and it wasn't good. So, anyway. I've next, heard... I heard it was it bad. It was bad. <laughs> the one... Abby, Abby, yeah. Abby was the one I was least mad yeah, at in the yeah. book. Like, I was like, all right, you can yeah. stay. Mm-hmm. But everyone else, I was like, they're all like, assholes. Fresh. Anyway. I have, one, I have one more fictional character. Go for yes. it. That I want to fight. So I've been listening to Voyage of the Dawn Trader on audiobook mm. because my life, my life <laughs> is falling apart. Is and that's what I do. <laughs> and I would fight, not so much in this book. But definitely in Silverchair, which maybe makes me sound like an asshole because he's an old man in that. I would fight Cassie. That's even more of a reason to fight him. You're right. You're right. Because he's a little forgivable in Voyage because he's a kid. But in Silverchair, I'm like, you're an adult. You need to start making good decisions. Yeah. The time has come, man. You're the king. You're the king of this place. Get it together. But yeah, that's that's my that's my hot take of the day. Was there All a right. one more question? Yeah. Yes. So, where did her question go? Hang on. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Okay. Sydney, who is, follows us on Twitter. Hi, Sydney. She asked, could you guys set up a read-along for fans? Like, you guys pick a book and announce that we read it too, and then you would do an episode later at the end of the month. I would love that. I can answer that. So, we started doing this last month. It was kind of like our first one, like our trial one. We did trial run. We did The Real Deal. Um, and that was Shruti's pick. So we're going to alternate every month. Each one of us will pick a different book. So like I said, Shruti picked last month. I'm going to pick this month. And Grace will pick the following month. So we're going to be announcing the books at the beginning of the month. And our podcast episode discussing them will be at the end of the month. So my pick for March is The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Which... Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, I love this book. Um, it's not like my favorite or anything, but I love it. And there's a lot to discuss in it. So I chose it because it's controversial. And I think everyone Ooh. will have a lot to say about it. And I know neither Grace nor Shruti have read it yet. So, um, and I want them to read it because I want to know their thoughts. So yeah, read The Cruel Prince this month. And then you can join in with our discussion. Um, I'm not sure what day that podcast, that episode will be live yet, but we will post about it on all our social medias when we know for sure. And this is the book that has is a trilogy, correct? It is, yes. So we'll okay. just be doing the first book for this right. month. And um, you might want to go along and read the rest of the trilogy after. Okay. Well, with all of that, I believe we have everything. Unless you guys have anything else you want to mention. Nope. I think we've reached the end of tonight, today's episode. Sarah, you had set up a link for us on Bookshop. Yeah. 
So uh, I mentioned bookshop.org in an earlier episode. They are an online bookstore where all of the proceeds, well, most some of the proceeds benefit independent bookstores. They're a great website and they've been live for, I think, a month and they've already made, raised $10,000 for independent bookstores, which is incredible. And they have affiliate links and I set one up for the podcast. So at our link, we will be uh, setting up shelves for every episode so you can click on the shelf of the episode that you just listened to and see all the books we mentioned in the episode as well so that will be linked in our link tree in our instagram bio and i think our t- and grace will be linking it on our twitter as well when after every single episode so you'll be able to click on yeah. and view all the books that we talk about in each episode in a convenient location and if you want to purchase them you can do it on bookshop if you want because that uh, goes to a great cause, which is independent bookstores. Yeah. So thank you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate you subscribing, leaving us a rating, a review. Um, when you do that, we get new listeners too, which is really awesome. Um, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. You guys want to plug it? Sure. Our Instagram yeah. is at Pod, And our Twitter is at thebookhose. Yeah. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.